From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, hell yes, Mr. Rob Rube, and welcome, Mike, here. Uh, my wife with us. Hello, honey. Hi, I'm tired. Yep. Yeah, it's been going around this weekend. Uh, I was going to have another guest on uh, the podcast this week. kind of fell through because... I uh, wanted to discuss more of the Indy 500 coming up next weekend because uh, it's a big thing here in Indiana, Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial start to summer. Um, but I just, it's been kind of a crazy week for me, uh, work-wise. I had to work Saturday, Thursday night I came home late and I don't, all I remember is I plopped down the recliner and jumped back up because there was a half-eaten piece of cold pizza in the recliner. Thank you very much, Hazel. But uh, homemade cold oh, pizza. Homemade, yeah. I, I actually had two slices of uh, pizza that did not touch anybody's ass for, for dinner that night, and it was good. And I thank you very much, Ginny. It was really good, but it was just, it's been kind of a hard work week. And there's there a couple other people I considered, like, uh, uh, as you know, Rob Roop does kind of the intro. He was at the, uh, the track today, as was Big Damn Al. I think either one of those guys talking about the 500 would have been good. Um, that friend who I wanted to line up too, but alas, that wasn't it. So it, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like you have to find the time to make things work if you want it to work. You know, like our sex life? <laughs> yeah. It just, you know, get the kids out of the house and everything works out, right? Well, all the kids were asleep last night. We just decided to eat cheesecake and tell jokes and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that's intimacy. That's in, it's it's a different kind of intimacy, but you, you take what can work. But, oh, yeah, I felt really close to you. Right. Um, and it's in the little things that you say. Yeah. You said, I'll give Logan a bath. Don't worry. I'm like. Oh, it's before the podcast. He does uh, smell. I didn't realize how bad he smelled until recently. Logan, you stink. But I love you. Um, but uh, you know, speaking of 500, just a quick shout out because I am looking forward to the race next weekend. But Scott Dixon uh, has won his fifth ever pole. He's going to be starting on the pole position next weekend. So good so to him. So Stevie. Ooh, wow. Slutty cat joke, everybody. But uh, you don't have to explain it. No. Well, not everybody knows who Phoebe is. But I know who Phoebe you is. You know. And you know who Phoebe is. I That's know. You have an inside joke. Okay, it is an inside joke. But uh, you know how they say what they say about shows that have inside jokes that the audience don't follow. Uh, yeah, so I'll tell you more no. about that. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm going to keep doing what I like. Thank well, you. Well, I know you're going to do what I like, but if I have to explain it, I will just for the benefit of the audience. Okay. You did. You said a slutty cat. Yes, I did. There you go. But pole position, the mm. the non slutty pole position at the 500. Uh, Scott Dixon. Uh, I think he has the fastest time ever uh, so for a pole winner. And thank you. And uh, the race is next Sunday, so looking forward to watching that. Uh, but it, it's been kind of a hot week, too, and I noticed it at work because we're in a warehouse setting where I'm at. And it just it, it gets to you. Like, I, like Friday, humid, hot. I probably at least went through about a dozen water bottles, maybe three Powerades. Um, but one thing I noticed was that not-so-fresh feeling that dudes get. You know, women have their not-so-fresh feeling, but uh, Jock Itch is a bitch. And, uh, you know, I, I had to spray a couple of times, but uh, you found a product that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes! Minty Chill. Yeah, and, and Dude Wipes, uh, if you're a dude and you stink and it's hot and summery out and you're in a warehouse, you're at a construction site, this is for you. You can wipe your armpits, you can wipe the, your, your brow, you can wipe your balls. 
probably not. That's why they call it dude wipes. Dude wipes. Yeah, your yeah. dude region. You don't wipe your balls in front of your coworkers unless you know you're you're really that close. But uh, you found these online. Well, yeah, but they're available in store too. But right. I had to get free shipping from Amazon, so I had to get something. Yeah. Now, see, I was actually thinking about that. Where I work, it's fairly intense. Uh, because it does deal with a popular product, but uh, we're not too far off from the Amazon warehouse. Mm-hmm. And I, and you hear stories about what their delivery drivers go through, and I'm sure their uh, warehouse employees, uh, th- they get worked, especially or toward the holidays. But you know, I'm just wondering how intense it gets in there, because I would have to think it's much more so than where we're at. And where I work, it is kind of a kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now, now I know you don't like to talk too much about where you work, but it does get hot where you're at. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what what do you contend with when it gets like s- too much summer for you? Bra sweat. Bra sweat. Everything's like sweating. Like all the plumbing is sweating in there. Okay, you're talking about the buildings plumbing. Yes. Okay. Do they have chick wipes? Did you see that on the? They do have. They're called booty wipes. What? Yeah, and they're in a pink package. <laughs> Booty wipes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they got dude wipes. And, and booty wipes. And booty wipes. God, they got everything now. Yes, yeah. I mean, they have, like, generic flushable wipes. That's mm-hmm. cool, but these are dude wipes, so. Yeah, minty cool. Minty cool. And when I get them, I will give you an honest an honest review. I want you to wipe your balls on there. I think that's doable. I can wipe my balls on there. Um, thing is, though... Uh, you know, I'll do it at work too in the bathroom, not in front of coworkers, mind you. But this actually brings up something because do you have stalls in your bathroom, or is it, it just a like a one seat? There, there is a urinal and there's two stalls. Okay. And uh, it's funny that we're bringing this up because I I remember you when we first started dating in the apartments. Your apartment had issues with plumbing because there were people flushing feminine hygiene products down the toilet. Yeah. And. You would think, you know, a woman, you know, when she's becoming a woman, that's one of the things that they tell you about in terms of disposal, right? Mm-hmm. My boss, her her office is next door to the bathroom, and she had to, to complain to uh, my coworkers at our, our start of shift meeting. Connect. She had to Con- connect. Connect. Yeah. Um, she had to explain the difference between toilet paper and paper towels because, yeah. Grown-ass people are taking paper towels, cleaning themselves, and flushing them down the toilet, causing the toilet to back up and water seep into her office. (gasps) Yeah! Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can understand her being a little frustrated by that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the dude wipes are going into the trash. They're not going into the uh, to the toilet. Yeah, they say they are flushable, but I don't believe it. So No, I'm not, the, I'm not taking any chances. Yeah, put them in the trash no. can. Now, uh, we know that comedians take chances all the time because, you know, they, they walk that tight wire, you know, that, that, that tight rope, you know, the high wire. Um, piano wire? Piano wire. Sometimes it feels like they're hanging themselves with piano wire, depending on the joke. Uh, John Mulaney... Two controversies, not not one, but two. Uh, the first of which, uh, over the weekend, Friday night, I believe, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, he was performing in front of 12,000 people, right? Do you know who his opener was? Who? Ohio, Ohio native Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to say anything Surprise! Wrong. Yeah, and uh, he went up on stage 
and he was talking about the incident from a few weeks back where he was on stage in Los Angeles. He got attacked by a crazy homeless person uh, who had a, a, a knife disguised as a gun or something. I got attacked by a crazy homeless person with an empty Pepsi bottle. Yeah, yeah well, I remember that. slightly safer, <laughs> uh, but you're, you're still wondering what's wrong with him, and if, I, if this person may or, may or not be a trans man. And so he's talking about this in front of a crowd oh, of 12,000. And after the set, John Mulaney came out on stage, hugged him, and, you know, kind of did a bow. And then John Mulaney went to his set. And, of course, some of the people in the audience felt like they were being ambushed. They went to Twitter to complain about it, you know, the not real place. Mm-hmm. And they were complaining about this. But I'm thinking, well, if, if uh, Chappelle is complaining about the dude who uh, almost killed him or wanted to hurt him, I think he has every right to have that, right? You you can't be ambushed if you weren't tackled by Dave Chappelle. If he didn't touch you physically, he didn't ambush you. <laughs> so people are upset that John Mulaney is friends with Dave Chappelle. Kind of like when Patton Oswalt... I was about to say, who apologized for that? Patton Oswalt. And he, had, and he did the little Instagram thing where he's in front of a... You know, uh, a dressing room mirror, writing down his thoughts, saying, "Oh, I, I'm trying to do the best thing for society, or whatever the crap." I, I my, my only thing to John Mulaney is, if anybody pressures you to do do that, just say, "Hey, look, I may agree or disagree with with Dave, but he's my friend." End his story. Or I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second controversy with John Mulaney, I find. This one's a little more thought-provoking because um, Netflix has a special coming out about comedians reflecting about comedians. Um, like Jerry Seinfeld? Right. Well, I mean, you, you, comedians talking about how influential a comedian was. And, uh, you know, it, it talks about the likes of jo- George Carlin. It talks about the likes of Richard Pryor. And it also talks about the late, great Robin Williams, who unfortunately took his w- life a few years ago. And he had some issues, mental issues. Um, you know, he's had, And he had problems with chemicals, drugs, and alcohol. And John Mulaney, I guess some people are up in arms about this. Uh, he says that he does not believe that uh, pain, is, pain and depression is what makes a comedian great. You know, and, he, and and John Mulaney himself is somebody who has struggled with alcohol and, and chemical dependency before, and he's now sober and hopefully still sober. But he goes, there's a lot of people who are depressed and go through pain that don't get up and do things. And he thinks one of the biggest misconceptions about Robin Williams, what made him funny, was the fact that he was going through pain. It could be an inspiration. So I slightly disagree with him, but I it got me thinking about. Um, and not to get political here, but what uh, uh, political writer Thomas Sowell once said about uh, Adam Smith. He wrote about uh, capitalism, laissez-faire, you know, the invisible hand of capitalism, commerce. And a lot of people thought, well, you know, he just he thought laissez-faire was great, you know, lazy hand, you know, and all that stuff. One thing that Thomas Sowell brought up was that you don't write a 700-page book about something if you think everything's okay. (laughs) You write 700 pages if something about it is bothering you. Like, you're motivated to explain, okay, yes, this is good, but here are some of the drawbacks. Here are some of the things you have to contend with when you're in a system like this. His point was that when you're uncomfortable, when you're bothered, that's what motivates you. 
you know that's what well yeah it's just like you know babies who want to do new stuff they're mm-hmm. they're bothered like i was watching a video of logan today laying on his back right and he wanted to flip over and he was eh, and flipped over so he was uncomfortable but he did it it's a basic human trait you get hungry, you cook yourself something, or you go through the McDonald's drive Oh, Beefy through. Mac. Ooh, yeah, we had Beefy Mac today, man. That was I had awesome. Like five servings of Beefy Mac. <laughs> and I passed the F out. Yeah, but if you're hungry, that's what motivates you. If you're thirsty, you go get some water. If you're bothered, if like with me right now, uh, I was too tired to mow the lawn because of my hectic uh, work schedule. You cut the grass. When things bother you... Can we just get a goat... It might be cheaper with the price of gas, mm. um, but like when things bother you, they motivate you. And you know, Robin Williams may have been motiv- uh, bothered by things, but you know, Jerry Seinfeld was motivated by something. Dave Chappelle was motivated by something. George Carlin, Richard Pryor. And I'm just talking about the comedic aspects of things. You don't. If something's okay, usually you just kind of kick back and relax. You would never have heard of any of these people. I would probably say though, how big is the problem that is causing you this distress and is it truly something that you can remedy right because sometimes problems are just too big to handle on your own right and and, that, and i think that was a separate issue for robin williams because i do think the guy was just he was a funny guy in your aptitude i mean yeah. this could be just a general statement mm-hmm. but it's your aptitude some people can handle stress better than others right. some people are just a little bit more fluid Right. And just, you know, kind of like a tree swaying in the wind. Or you can have like a very rigid object and just go snap. Well, you know, and I think, and I I don't think Mulaney is saying basic anything like, okay, if you have problems, you know, so what? It's just like Rod Williams did have problems and he obviously needed help. But usually there's a drive to want to entertain or inform or talk about something. And I, I just found that kind of an interesting thing, and I will post that. I think uh, I'm gonna try to post that tomorrow on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. The uh, the the Chappelle controversy from Ohio State uh, that's up. But uh, Don, uh, John, was it Mulvaney or Mulaney? Oh, I I think it's Mulvaney. Mulvaney. I could be wrong though. He performed at IUK. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was after I had graduated though. Okay. Well, I, I yeah, I'm sorry. I'm kind of punch drunk right now. <laughs> just I, I, I don't see why you're apologizing for this. I don't know. You're a false state alum. Chirp, yeah, chirp. yeah I, I mispronounce names all the time. Yeah, you're right. It was Mulvaney. I'm just dumb. Um, so no, just you're, you're fine. Okay. You're okay. So I'm the, sure he doesn't care. He's he's got more money than me. Why would he care? Exactly. Yeah. Um, another controversy. This one's a little weirder. A little more bizarre. As you know, uh, uh, Taylor Hawkins, and I do believe I'm pronouncing that name right, uh, he had he passed away from what appears to be an overdose about a month or two back when the Foo Fighters were on tour in South America. And there was a Rolling Stone piece uh, that came out recently where uh, Matt Cameron, uh, drummer for Pearl Jam, and he's also drummed for Soundgarden, he's a pretty good drummer in his own right, uh, he was talking about how Taylor Hawkins wanted to get the F out. Stop all the touring. Because the you know, Foo Fighters are a big band and they're, they're all over the world and all this stuff. Um, but uh, 
he apparently told uh, had a heart to heart with Dave Grohl before all this, saying, "Hey, man, I, I can't keep touring. I can't keep touring." And apparently, Matt Cameron found out something about this, and then Chad Smith, another drummer, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, uh, he he too co- collaborated. The story comes out, and then collaborated. like collaborated. Cheese, Mike, oh, <laughs> Mulvaney. Collaboration, whatever. Um, corrobor- yeah. So corroborated, corroborated, and uh, and uh, he he too, he too said it. Well, a day later, the uh, both guys retract their statements, and Matt Cameron kind of put out a, a, a strange message on Instagram, uh, saying basically, "Hey, look." Sorry, we have a uh, almost five year old in here. Yeah, he 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 put out something on uh, Instagram saying, "Hey, look, all the words I said to Rolling Stone were misconstrued and taken out of context. I didn't mean for all this, blah 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 blah." But when you read the words that were quoted by Rolling Stone, and I can't believe I'm defending Rolling Stone, it's kind of hard to take those out of context when somebody's t- saying, and, and I don't know. If he was talking directly to Matt Cameron or what, or f- but basically, it's kind of hard to take that out of context. Mm. Like Taylor Hawkins obviously had some stress going on, and uh, he was probably keeping things from his bandmates, and that's probably what led to the backslide, and that's probably what led to this. Yeah, it does seem suspicious. I don't know why two drummers, each from a different band, each pretty good in their own right, would be saying this. And then a day later, oh, we didn't mean it to sound like that. And I'm not a very conspiracy-minded guy, but it does seem a little weird, a little off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, right now, the Foo Fighters, their future is um, in stasis. Now, we were talking about you know being bothered. Yeah, my feet hurt. Yeah. And you know, either you soak them or you... you I tried. They still hurt. They still hurt? Yep. So you're going to be motivated to do something else because you're bothered. Lay down. Like that's a good that's a good remedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what we're talking about. You know when you're hungry, you, you do some whatever you can for that. And sometimes it's going to fast food restaurants. Apparently now McDonald's and uh, Wendy's are being sued by people because I just went to Wendy's the other day and oh my god, was their food great? You love yeah, Wendy's is great. Yeah, but I like Dairy Queen just a little bit better. Dairy Queen is great too. Uh, you know they have slushies. Yeah, but they're suing them because they're saying it's uh, they're they're lying about their serving portions, about how big their burgers actually are. It's kind of like you know that guy that sued Subway a few years ago because uh, because he said that the footlongs were. You're my feet, just saying. Oh, nice. Um, she's rubbing her foot against my foot, everybody. Um, but it's they, helping she's su- my sore feet. Yeah, it's helping something else with me. So Subway. Uh, got sued because they said that the foot long was not a foot long, and now you got uh, these people suing Wendy's in Burger King because they're saying that the size of their burgers aren't what they appear to be. I I really just want to say one thing: if you don't like what they're serving, you can always cook your own damn burger. I mean, it is grilling season. It is grilling season, and there there. I want there to be like a Looney Tune bit. Grilling season, casserole season, grilling season, oh casserole season, grilling season, soup season, grilling season, soup season. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want that to be a gag. But that's, but that's kind of the thing, though. I mean, like, uh, you, 
if you know how to cook, you should cook for yourself. And and with restaurants, there's always been kind of that sleight of hand when it comes to visual television advertising. Oh yeah, because they don't use real food. It's all like like a mashed potatoes is it's like something in glue. It, right. It's something weird. It's not real food. Or sometimes they'll use real food and then they'll accentuate it with like paints or glues or whatever to make it look bigger and yeah. tastier. And yeah. it, I saw a special about that and it's like you can't necessarily believe. Dude, when you saw that beefy mac tonight, you knew it was beefy mac. Yeah, well, well I browned the meat, yeah, and yeah. You, you, you boiled up the pasta, and there you go. And I seasoned the sauce, and God, I want more beefy mac, but it's um, a terrible idea. <laughs> let's do it. Mm. But, yeah, they're suing McDonald's and Wendy's, and it's, uh, we gotta stop, we gotta stop with these stupid lawsuits. They're absolutely worthless. <laughs> uh, you know what else is kind of worthless here? Uh, have you heard of this concept? No, mo, may. No. It sounds like a, a dish at a Vietnamese restaurant, doesn't it? No. I, I don't know. It just it sounds weird. But no mow May is basically where people from the start of May to the end of May don't mow their yards. Cool. Ugh, no. I'm all for like letting things grow wild. Well, here's the thing. They, they're doing this because, uh, as you know, bees are going away. Honeybees are going away, and they don't know what it is. And they got uh, they got in their heads right now that it's because we're mowing all the dandelions or something. Yeah, you weed and feed a yard, and then uh, you you cut your yard once a week. There's not as many flowers, and that's what's killing off the bees. And so they're like, okay, let us let the grass grow out, and you do it, and then the bees come back, and then you can mow your yard again. Well, honeybees are naturally from Europe. Really? Yes. Where did you? They were never here to begin with? They were never here in the United States? They didn't originate here? No, they didn't originate here. How'd they get here? From Europe. Okay. That and uh, hepatitis. So, (laughs) the the thing is, though, is like, um, you know how it is. I don't know, with me, growing up, there was a house next door to us that was vacated. And for the longest time, the yard was not mowed and the grass got to be three feet high and i tried mowing a little bit of it around our yard and if you let your yard grow too too long it's going to clog up the lawnmower even if you have it up at at the highest setting you're just you're making yourself work harder than you need to you're at the mother yard twice at least if you go with no mow may well you have to get like a little lawn tractor with an attachment at the back yeah you know, like a, a mower deck. So you would have to, like, what, rent that out? Probably, or have someone, like, a professional come out and do it. Yeah. And I would be kind of concerned, like, if, if we were to do that with our yard, would that attract more vermin? Because we're on the country. And we have a lot more, like, crickets and stuff, yeah. Mice, yeah. field mice. Mice. Uh, you know, back when we first had this house and we didn't have a yard and we had all those weeds growing, you know, we'd have snakes and frogs kind of cl- come up to the house. I haven't seen that lately. No. I do like frogs, though. Frogs are better than snakes, for sure. Uh, snakes scare the yeah. crap out of me. Even if they're harmless, I'm like, ah. But I would but I'd be very afraid that, uh, you know, some little critter would try to make its way into our house. But I did drive down the street, uh, down Anthony here in Fort Wayne yesterday, and it was one of those gentrification houses. You know, somebody that likes living in the city or near downtown. And their yard, their grass was already a foot high. 
and it was not abandoned because the rest of the house looked good, and there was sacks of fertilizer in the driveway. So they're adhering to the no mow may thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You can do no mow may. However, you have an HOA. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a problem. Plus, yeah. also city ordinances. Yeah, well, here, yeah, the city ordinances. Okay, <laughs> you, you bring up a good point with the Excuse HOA. Me. The HOA would be dicks about this sort of thing. Michael. They would be. Uh, no, Lana's here. Yes, Lana, cover your ears. But the thing is, as much as I don't like the HOA, if somebody's like got their uh, you know El Camino up on cinder blocks, or they haven't mowed their yard in two months, or there's a meth lab or something in their house, okay, step in. But if I want to build like a tool shed in my backyard, what do you care? Um, that's that's one thing. The city, you bring that up. I'm wondering if they would enforce that if they know their citizens uh, pay taxes and vote a certain way. Oh, wait, I guess we can let this slide. You gotta remember, like, with Red River, as much as people griped about that, they still re-elected the mayor by, like, 60%, at least, in the last election. So, the it's better to, it's better to mow and live in a smaller community than it is in a city. Because they all go in for the NPR good-natured hippy-dippy stuff. They usually do. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> now, how how often do you think your dad mowed living out in the country? <laughs> At least twice a week. Twice a week. He loved it. It was his zen moment. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty good at it, too. Yeah. Took a lot of pride in that yard. Yep. Uh, and there was plenty of... Of course, this is out in the country, and there's plenty of insects out there. And I'm sure there was plenty of bees out there, too. And I'm just wondering why people don't just, like, plant more flowers if they're concerned about the bee thing. Aesthetically speaking, they're a lot better looking than dandelions, and dandelions grow back in a week anyway. Mm-hmm. Those things are stubborn, like toddlers. Right, Lana? Well, she's a kid, not a toddler. Okay. They're stubborn like kids. Right, Lana? She's nodding, because you can see that on the microphone. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to touch upon? You sprayed your butt crack with deodorant. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, never get your medicines mixed up, everybody. It, it hurts if you do that. <laughs> if anybody else wants to hear about my deep-seated medical problems, I can tell you more about it in the next podcast. You were so proud until I told you what it was. Because uh, I was tired, and I am tired still. All right, that's it for this weekend's uh, podcast. Until I mispronounce another comedian's n- name next weekend, uh, stay fresh, cheese bags. You've been listening to Mike Davidson live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live. 